What up, what up, what up, world? This is your boy, Mr. Clint B, and you are now listening to the Safari Sounds Entertainment Podcast. Thank you, and subscribe and share. Yaga. Welcome, Welcome to the to Brotherly, brotherly talk, talk Show. show. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Welcome, Welcome to the, to brotherly, the brotherly Talk, talk Show. show. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Blue cheese, drip. Blue cheese, drip. Blue cheese, drip. I always been fly, I'm the shoe. I always been fly, I'm the shoe. Got blue cheese all in the zip. Shoot. 
we back. Yes, I'm back. Yes, we back. Y'all got radio cast. I'm sweaty up in here. What can I say? What can I say? I'm hot in here. Hey, we hot. We hot. The street is hot. Radio Phoenix is hot. Yes, say we hot. Y'all got, y'all got all day. I got my mask on. What can I say? What can I say? I can't rap right now. I can't rap. The beat is not following me right now. Big up to everybody, man. Big up to everybody out there, man. Most definitely. I hope you guys stay safe. Stay cooling. And also, fight for, for your rights because a lot of things are going on right now. Now, I want to give a big shout out, man. A big shout out to uh, Gifts Anon. Financial support comes from Gifts Anon. 12 Steps Book and Gifts uh, Gift Book since 1977. Located on the southeast corner of the Scottsdale and Shea. Open Monday through Saturday. For more information, you can call 602-277-5256. Gifts Anon. Two words on Facebook. Gifts Anon. Most definitely. A big shout out to Gifts Anon for our contributor to RadioFins.org with the valid comes to talk, sing, and connect. I'm sweaty out here, man. I got my guest, Brother Prince El Murray, president of the Librarian Association of Arizona for the Youth Leadership Council. Woo! It's hot out here, boss, man. I was, I, was, I was jamming for a minute. I was jamming for a minute, man. I, I was jamming for a minute, boss, man. I was jamming, man. You know what I'm saying? I know, I know. You having fun, bro. I can tell you. You got moves, man. bro. I don't know you got man. skills like that, man. You know, I, I, I try to keep my moves. I don't want people to think I'm a stripper or I'm a male dancer. <laughs> All right? So please, do not call Radio Phoenix and ask, hey, is that brother in the bald head? Is Mr. Clean, is he a dancer? Is he a private dancer? Dance your for money. Oh, yeah. Now, uh... You know, uh, I got my guest today, man, and plus, I'm going to jump on because I have, I only have like 10 minutes to pretty much, you know, uh, express what is going on, what I have been witnessing, and all the things that has been happening, and I'm glad that Brother uh, Prince Marie is in the building with us today. Uh, first of all, I want to make sure that everybody is safe, uh, you know, be safe, uh, stay healthy, you know, hug your family, hug your loved ones, you know, tell them how much you love them. Uh, that's my number one advice. And also my number two uh, advice is I pray for all of y'all out there who are going through a lot of, uh, you know, uh, distress. Uh, I know uh, at the end of the show, I'm going to announce something real quick uh, because I have some personal uh, things that i like to share, you know, myself. Uh, uh, because for those out there who, you know, probably know me, or for those out there who, you know, probably, you know, they don't have no idea about me. I'm also human, you know. I, I failed, you know, I, I get emotional. And uh, yesterday, you know, uh, I had the news that I lost a, a close friend of mine uh, by the name of uh, Kis, uh, Keisha Kisamo uh, in Tucson, Arizona. Uh, rest in peace, Ke- uh, Keisha. Uh, you were a good friend of mine. Definitely, we're going to make sure that we work with you. You know, we're going to make sure that we help your family out there. And please uh, stay tuned because after the show, I'm going to be doing some announcement on my social media. So I'd like for everyone to come and support uh, the Kisamo family, most definitely, and her sister while going through uh, this uh, tragedy, while we are going through all those challenges in life right now. Uh, Until then, I want to jump on certain things, man, because, uh, you know, I want to say something real quick, because I know there has been a lot of uh, of, uh, confusion, misinformation, I should say. Uh, first of all, rest in peace, uh, brother uh, George Floyd. Rest in peace. Uh, he was buried uh, today. 
funeral started, services started up on uh, yesterday. And, you know, I really love what I've heard. I really, you know, uh, enjoy, not just enjoy, but I was very uh, influenced and moved by the word of not just, uh, you know, uh, from everyone, you know, uh, on stage, but, you know, from the family, you know, and also I was very moved by the simple fact that, you know, uh, for the first time in my life, you know, I actually, you know, the whole word, you know, embrace a black man, regard, you know, regardless of his his past uh, gesture, regardless of, you know, his uh, criminal, uh, you know, uh, uh, pastor as they wanted to bring it up, when it comes to every African American who uh, who are, who are being killed, you know, uh, accidentally by, you know, by you know uh, systematic racism, and but you know the excuse will be, you know, that oh well. The reason why they were, you know, they were killed is because they has, there is a reason behind that. And I was really, really, uh, you know, I, I was, it was bittersweet to see, you know, you know, uh, you know, uh, everybody coming together, you know, black, white, Latino, all, you know, genres of, you know, of human beings coming together for one cause. And the cause that they came together, which my brother, uh, Prince Marie, were conducting that because he was part of the of that movement a few days ago and he will testify with that with us is a simple fact that you know uh, the protest you know did not start just the way it is you know the protest st started up as a as a peace corps you know whenever you know and unfortunately whenever there's a black tragedy or black victimization it seems that you know every melanin around you know around the globe has to come together and march and march for what's right march for for a change um, you know, it, it's crazy because, you know, before I came to America, I've heard of the Rodney King uh, effect. You know, I've heard of how, you know, when, you know, the Los Angeles Police Department abused our brother and the whole city was burned out, you know, once those officers were acquitted. It seems that that's the effect that we are going through, but it's a whole nother level. It's a whole nother level. It didn't happen to Eric Gardner. Because Eric Gardner, you know, is a brother that actually said that he can't breathe while they acquitted those officers in New York at the same time. You know, uh, the same thing with uh, Sister Brianna Taylor, you know, that was, you know, that got her door knocked out and, you know, bullets spread inside a room where she caught some bullet. And all those stuff that we are, you know, we are getting sick and tired of it. I'm not sure if it's the quarantine you know, or if it's the isolation from the whole world that has made us awaken about all those issues that we are facing right now. Because let's be real, ladies and gentlemen, let's be real. The world is changing. The whole world is changing. And the protests that you are witnessing. Now, get, don't, don't get me wrong. I am not, I'm against rioting. I'm against looting. I'm against, uh, you, know, you, know, you know, destroying other people's property that they, they work for. I'm against all that. I'm all about businesses, especially black business, black business. And for those out there who are talking about Black Lives Matter, this is where we're going to start, you know, the Black Lives Matter by contributing, investing, creating resources, not just for ourselves, but for our peers, for the youth that are watching over the over us, for the kids, the children who are looking after us, who are looking on, on our example as adults, fathers or the black adults, any, anyone, any way that you can be able to exemplify good energy, good moral to teach our children that there is hope. This protest 
is not a, a con. The only con, two cons that I have to see. The, the first con is, and you can vouch for me, is the looting. The looting, those out there, those other groups who are using our protests, you know, to hurt people, to hurt all, you know, other businesses. They're using our protests to destroy other businesses or destroy c communities. That's not what we are protesting about. And the other, other side of the con is those identified police officers who just arriving in different cities with no badge, with no uh, you know identification. They are just walking to everybody's cities. You asking for their badge name, nobody knows who they are. So those are the cons right there that folks need to pay attention to. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, let's all remember that Brother George Floyd, his death, his demise is a symbol of our revolution in 2020 today. That brother did not die in vain. He did not die, you know, you know out of the hands of just, you know, systematic racism. He died out of the hand of all of us who not just failed him, but also failed, you know, to, you know, to uh, make folks accountable for their mistakes. That protest that we are seeing right there can be in a whole another level. I was telling my brother, my brother uh, uh, Prince earlier, that we can start protesting, you know, once we start making making our money, you know, uh, uh, grandiose. And when I say grandiose, I'm talking about creating jobs amongst African Americans and Africans, and that includes you, Africans and Jamaicans too. All you Africans and Jamaicans who are saying this is not my right, this is not my fight, you are included. Because I bet you when ICE and immigration come to your door with the cops, trust me, they're making you real black right there, my friends. Indeed. And I know the deal. And I know because I've been through that. And how can we be able to, you know, boycott, move forward? Because I, we have a big fight ahead of us. There's a big fight ahead of us. I do appreciate every brothers and sisters from all walks of life for walking for what is right and what needs to be changed in America. And when we're talking about uh, systematic racism, please do not pay attention to the KKK. Don't pay attention to uh, to those Aryan brothers out there. No, 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 no. We're talking about making a change inside. You know what people are when 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 you are a minority walking to a job, for instance, and you know you have the same quality or higher quality than your uh, counter partner, but because of the color of your skin. Uh, because of the tribe that you're coming from, of the of the ethnicity, you know that you speak, you're gonna be discriminated by that. That is systematic racism, and that goes in, you know, that goes in Africa too. All those tribals, uh, governments who are controlling the government, but but not allowing other tribes to be able to contribute into the governmental environment to help the country, it's systematic racism. Did you guys know that when, you know, uh, a president, the president of the United States can, can be arrested in a second, but when it comes to a police officer or a sheriff or anyone that has a badge or that carries the law, it's a whole different method. First of all, they're going to be either investigated before they get fired, and then when, once they're found wrongdoing, they get fired. Because y'all see how, you know, the whole uh, uh, Floyd, you know, uh, George Floyd, you know, went through. Y'all remember how he went through? They fired those cops. Then they, 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 they charge one person, then they charge the rest of them because the people have spoken. This is America. 
This is America. This country belongs to all of us. Forget about the taxes. We are paying taxes in here. But this country belongs to all of us. And if we need to make change, if we are to make change, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, especially when it comes to us for the Black Lives Matter movement, we ought to start creating opportunities amongst ourselves. Let's stop chipping up black businesses. Let's stop talking ill will against other black enterprise. Let's start supporting every black business that you, that you have encountered. And I'm not talking about black businesses. I'm not talking about, oh, go out there and just spend money. Spread the word. Support. Be a support system. And that's why we, that's why we have to start with the Black Lives Matter. Because once, once we start creating all those jobs, once we start, we start having that Jewish money, I should say, and start creating jobs for our kids to take advantage of it, trust me, trust me, our environment, our society will be so enriched, not just financially, but progressively and lawfully. Protests where it hurts the most through the pockets of a systematic racism establishment. Protest where it hurts the most. Where you know that when everybody doesn't want, that doesn't respect your, your, your skin color or does not respect your status quo, don't go to their businesses. And for those out there who are fighting for what's right, please, let's not stop because I'm going to keep on continuing to talk about these issues. Y'all already know Mr. Clean, but y'all know the Yaga Movement Radio Cast. We never shy away from any issues like that. So, Brother Prince, thank you for coming. I know I said a lot of things in here. I mean, I mean, that was great, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, I am, man. A lot of things are changing, bro. You know what I'm saying? And pretty much, I know I have some questions for you, man, but my thing is, you know, uh, protesting, we have to start boycotting, you know, through protest now. It, it's cool to walk. It's cool to scream and shout. But at the same time, you know, I worry about my, my peers out there who, you know, when they're protesting, they're being violated. They, their rights are being violated. And to me, it's like, okay, you don't want us to voice our opinion, but you got businesses out there. You don't respect our skin color. Okay, we are not going to come to your business. I'm going to cut my money off and go to another business. And to me, I feel that it is time today, well, yesterday, moving forward, that every black person, and I'm talking about Africans, Jamaicans, you know, brother from Brooklyn or from, from Englewood or from, from Dallas, it's time for us to come together, to congregate, and create that Black Wall Street. You know, create that, okay, you know, we all coming together now. They don't respect us. They don't respect, who, you know, where we stand. Let's not go out there and invest in their businesses. That's my take, brother, man. And, but, and what is your take on that, uh, brother, Prince? Because a lot of things are going on right now, and uh, we, have, uh, we have different uh, ideas to, to fight for what's right. You know what I'm saying? Well, um, first of all, um, I want to thank you so much, um, Comrade, for the opportunity um, you have given me to be a part of this platform. Uh, whenever I'm being invited by you, it is an honor and it is a, you know, it is a privilege to come and 
really discuss issues that are important, yes. not just to the black community, but to the entire country. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as I said, this is like my third time in the FPA over here to be able to discuss um, controversial issues. Yes. And it really means a lot on um, intellectual Paragon. I want to thank you so much for that. No, thank you, my brother. Thank you. You bless me up with this. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> we are here to about fight for what's right. <laughs> That's true, and I like that. I mean, for your introduction, I mean, unequivocally, I mean, you said everything that needed to be done, that needed to be said. Hold on. I think it's kind of, it's kind of a noise. I think we we have a little noise in the background. Yeah. He's, I think to Mike, we do apologize. We have a little technical difficulties in here. So, but yeah, go ahead, Bossman. Go ahead. So you know, I mean, as I say, you know, it is good to protest. You know, I'm a fan uh, of the Constitution. Uh, as somebody who want to be a constitutional scholar, you know, I love the First Amendment, uh, you know, freedom of speech, you know, free, uh, to assemble, you know, to petition your government. These are constitutional rights, and I really love that and I admire that. But, I mean, something you said I resonated, I mean, we have to buck out, you know, like black business, we have to be able to, like, you know, hurt, you know, as I said, we have to pull. We, we know we have to go to the place that you're gonna you know where they're gonna be hurt the most so we have to withdraw our revenues and stuff you know like black people we have to come together and support one another and stuff mm -hmm. invest in small businesses because i believe those businesses are the economic group of our country because when we withdraw this money from those people most definitely none of these things are going to be happening so i do agree with what you said we have to invest in small businesses we have to invest in black businesses when we do that things going to be under control yeah, but you know, but right now it seems like everybody is awakened right there. Everybody yeah. seems to be awakened. And you know, with the protest, which that's my second question I want to ask you about that protest. Because, mm -hmm. you know, you know, I feel like there are some pros and cons. Yeah, and, and exactly. I, and I know your, you know, when I was watching you through your social media, you know, uh, you know, uh, you, you know, you be involved mm -hmm. in the in the new revolution and the re revolution of you know uh, of police reforming. You know which is what we need right now because it seems like uh nobody who uh you know who enforced the law or you know or being responsible for their for their mistakes you know and you being marching with all those peers out there how was that feeling first of all because i know you know it has to feel you know yes yes to, to be yes to be feel more infatuated when you see all walks of life coming together and then talking about you know no means no enough is enough you mm -hmm. know stop you know stop the systematic racism how would you feel when you were walking all with all those peers you know all around right there man well i mean that's a legitimate question i really appreciate on um, the question being asked um i love when we discuss these things because i mean these are things that are very important to the community uh you know when you come to protest you know as i say you know i'm the fan of the constitution i love the constitution yeah and i love to protest and i first uh helped organize my first protest in 2010 and that was um during the signing of sb 1070 i don't know if you heard about that oh yeah yeah oh, in yeah. 2010 um, <laughs> exactly i was here <laughs> exactly you know what i mean <laughs> and i felt that that was the worst bill i believe that i've ever been introduced in the state of arizona and you know even though you know sb 1070 was not vetoed by the governor you know either way we went to the state capitol yeah and i was able to help organize group of students from maryville high school trevor brown carl haiti metro tech and we went to the state capitol and demanded demanded the governor to veto sb 1070 even though the governor said no she did not veto it but you know 
you know, the bill, you know, um, this came before the United States Supreme Court. And, you know, uh, one thing they discussed, you know, it was unconstitutional because um, um, immigration, it is a federal law and the state in the position to be able to implement immigration law, and that was a violation of the United States Constitution. And the dude who actually authored that bill, the one that wrote the bill, he actually got recalled. Yeah, yeah, he got, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> he, he got, got recalled. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Ah, uh, years ago, y'all, years ago, Obama was still president. <laughs> exactly, he got recalled. So that also about protest because people came together. Yeah. People offered that frustration. You know what I mean? People demand accountability. Mm -hmm. So when I went over there on Saturday, when I see people from diverse got background, you know, standing united, you know, um, uh, how you call it, um, discussing about this issue because mm -hmm. they were so frustrated. You know, I believe, you know, it, it works. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. And I'll be honest with you, it was because of the protest and some of those police officers got arrested. Oh, um, really? Oh, definitely. And let me tell you the reason why. Yeah, please explain, yeah. brother, explain. Well, first of all, though, you know, when what's his name? Uh, when the police officer, you know, you know, once he got responsible for the crime, you know, when he um, when he murdered the gentleman and stuff, mm -hmm. uh, they were just relaxing, nothing happened. But when they saw that people were getting so angry, they were so mad, they were so frustrated. You know, there was a lot of things going on in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And guess what? The police chief decided to fire all these people because they wanted to put things under control, mm -hmm. right? And then what happened after that? When they knew that, you know, people was now still and uh, uh, satisfied with what was going on. Guess what? They were able to charge the on uh, the defender. Right? Yep. So because of protesting, because people were going out there, they were voicing their opinion, you know, they never liked what was happening. So actually protesting does work in the sense, but yeah, I do support peaceful protests. But I mean, but to me, what, what really bothers me is that it took days, mm -hmm. for, you know, for, for the attorney general in Minnesota or whatever, you know, they have to switch them up. It took yeah. days only, you know, not only to fire him you know fire the officers mm -hmm. off officers mm -hmm. by charge you know the the, the criminal himself mm -hmm. you know like four or five days later and then well on friday mm -hmm. all four officers which i will not mention the name mm -hmm. i told you already i don't make criminals out here you know famous at the yaga movement radio cast i already told you guys already about that mm -hmm. but it took days you know for you know for the system to imply justice which i, I feel it's not over i feel that you know, this is just the beginning. Mm -hmm. But, you know, above all, you know, what's going to happen because they have been charged second degree murder. Yes. You know, and to me, you know, from, you know, I have to understand first degree, second degree, third degree, all those technicality when it comes to criminality. law, yeah, cr criminality and law and order, you know, but do you think that they deserve the second degree or do you think the first degree should have been implemented on all four of them okay i mean that's a legitimate question i really appreciate that oh uh, well first of all uh, they were actually fired by the police chief you know what i mean so yeah. they were not fired by the, the attorney general you know for the record they were fired by the police chief mm -hmm. and you also have to understand the police chief is a brother too he's a black brother yeah yeah you know uh, what I, mean? I, feel, I feel for him i feel for that brother right there i i, I feel for him real tough <laughs> exactly so you know he have to take some sort of you know, step in accountability and he have to make sure that um actually things were under control but um, from the beginning when this whole thing started you know i'm not a lawyer you know what i mean i'm not a constitutional scholar um you don't even have to be a lawyer to really understand that it was a second degree before the gentleman even got arrested before the defender got arrested I, like, I wrote on Facebook I say either going to be a second degree murder or you're going to be a manslaughter the reason it's not a first degree murder because you cannot prove beyond reasonable doubt yes you know what I mean it's hard to prove beyond reasonable doubt it's not about what you say it's not about what I say at the end of the day can you go to the courthouse and prove beyond reasonable doubt mm -hmm. do we have substantial evidence can we convince the jury can we convince the judge 
we don't have that for you know we don't have that for first degree so when it came to third degree i was not pleased with third degree i was a god bless america you know this <laughs> exactly i was like you know again i'm not a lawyer <laughs> i'm not a lawyer for real though <laughs> yeah you don't have to be a lawyer to really understand these um legal or implication yeah you know as i said you know obviously first degree you cannot prefer first degree is obvious but it, it has to be a second degree mm-hmm. and, and this is what i believe it is a second degree number one the reason you cannot prove it is a first degree let me tell you the reason why so like say you know how i want to call the cops on the radio right mm-hmm. when he went to go arrest the um the gentleman right um mm-hmm. judge floor right yeah yeah so like say if the cops are on the radio and he says that oh when i grab this dude i'm gonna kill him if you said something on the radio and then we can be able to retrieve that, mm-hmm. definitely that could constitute first degree murder because it was already premeditated. Yes. You know what I mean? You can prove beyond reasonable that because you, you know you have it on the record, you say, you know what, he already said that. He said you're gonna kill the uh, you're gonna kill the defender, right? Mm-hmm. So you can prove that. But because he never says that and we don't have that on the record, we cannot prove it is a first degree murder. And if we go with first degree, we're gonna lose. Because yeah. we don't have substantial evidence. Evidence, that's true. Yeah, you have to prove beyond reasonable that it's not about what you say, it's not about what I say. Can you go before the courthouse? Can you prove? Can you give substantial evidence? Can you convince the jury? And the reason I believe is a second degree murder because uh, if I can recall the attorney general on charges, and first of all, I want to give a pro- uh, shout out to the attorney general, yes. Allison. Uh, I think he's one of the best attorney general I believe in the history of the United States, and let me tell you the reason why. Uh, first, I mean he was a, he is a former member of the United States House. Of representative he served in the united states congress mm-hmm. right before being elected to serve as the attorney general so the attorney general of the state is like the number one law enforcement agency yes and within um whatever state you know we have the united states attorney general and then we have every state attorney general and stuff so uh if i if i read the charge if i can recall he said i think both officers um the one i killed the police officer i think he got charged for second degree murder intentionally that was intentional right yeah and then the other three officers if i can recall correctly it is unintentionally yes right on the yeah yeah you know you know i've been so busy yesterday so i already didn't read it on read all the um information but i'm pretty sure um that, that was the um um his reason so the reason it is a second degree murder because you know this dude Josh Flo was on the floor he was on the ground mm-hmm. he was fighting for his life this dude was already in handcuffs God bless America he is not resisting arrest he's yes. already handcuffed right mm-hmm. he's already cuffed and he's on the floor and he said I cannot breathe I cannot breathe right yeah. and this officer put his knees and felt so comfortable had a hand in his pocket right you can prove that second degree murder mm-hmm. That's. That, I mean that's that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> that and makes that, sense. Exactly. Because you know, everything is up, you know, showing proof. It's not what you can show. It's not what you can show. It's what you can prove. And what, what you can prove? And that, and that, that, that's because we can prove the fact that we saw it. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, we saw what he was doing. He felt comfortable. That alone constitutes second degree murder. You yes. can prove beyond reasonable doubt. And then those other officer, if I can recall, I think they get charged for aiding um the police officers. Yes. They were helping and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yes. So I love the attorney general. I love the new charge of the Kimowi. I think that's reasonable. That's logical. You don't have to be a legal scholar. You know, it's common sense. You don't I know don't get me wrong, criminal laws are very complicated. Very good. <laughs> that's America, man. <laughs> it is very complicated. You know what I mean? Loophole left and right. But be, I, I'm, I'm, uh, don't go Nowhere because we're gonna come back for another hour real quick. And before we do, before we do, I like to give a shout out real quick, man, because you know I'm at Radio Phoenix that ORG man. And one way you can support Radio Phoenix out here is by becoming one of our members for as little as $35 per year. Members receive discount savings and other benefits 
provided by our, our membership program partners. And don't forget, the membership fee is tax deductible. For more information or to sign up, you can call 480-829-5746 or go online to radiophoenix.org. Click on the support tab at the top and then become a member on the drop-down menu. We thank you for your generous support of Community Radio. Yes, indeed. We got brother Prince Moray. Yes, indeed. President of the Liberian Association of Arizona of the Youth Leadership Council. And we'll be right back. It's the Apple Man Radio Cast. We know we got to pay some bills real quick. So I shall be back, yo. I shall be back. Yaga, yaga, yaga. With the mask on. With the mask on. Ah! This pay for you. <laughs> so just see what baby. Hello, baby. Let me handle.
the beats. Welcome, Welcome to the to Brotherly, brotherly talk, talk Show. show. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Welcome, Welcome to the, to brother the Brotherly Talk, talk Show. show. Ooh, ooh, ooh. What up, what up, what up, word? This is your boy, Mr. Clinton B, and you are now listening to the Safari Sounds Entertainment Podcast. Thank you, and subscribe and share. Yaga.